All right, three quick messages before we get started with today's episode. So first and foremost, there's nothing more annoying than having files and all the stuff on multiple computers and devices. You know, iPad, iPhone, you know, computer, all that kind of stuff. How do you bring it all together in a non-stressful way? You know, it's going to be our good friends at Citrix Online. They've got you covered with Go to My PC. Super easy. You can get apps for your iPhone and iPad. You can use your computer. You can access all your files from anywhere just with an internet connection. So to try, go to my PC today. Special 45-day free trial just for Rise Nation. Go to go to mypc.com. Click the try it free button. Enter the promo code rise and also I, I know a lot of you guys know about this but just in case you miss the bandwagon on this one you can get my free video training series on creating awesome interviews so you're gonna learn the rise top system for creating promoting and profiting from online interviews big feedback on this video series so far all you have to do to nab it go to createawesomeinterviews.com and enter your email alright what does fitness and business have to do with each other pretty much everything gotta tell you because I'll tell you one thing when you can transform your body and get into amazing shape and, and change your nutrition and just feel amazing about yourself, business increases because you're going to have more energy. You're just going to be able to rock it out. Now, I don't know if you know this. A lot of people do that I am a, a spokesperson and I was the guinea pig and I'm a fitness model for a program called Jet Set Body, which you can check out at jetsetbodyrise.com. This is a program that I used myself for sure and I'm on it still every day. It's a 90-day complete overhaul of your fitness and nutrition to get you just shredded in ridiculous shape. You should see the case studies. I was probably one of the, I was the first one of Jet Set Body and you can check it out at jetsetbodyrise.com for more details and now here's today's episode. Hi, peeps. Welcome to the Rise to the Top. I'm David Seitman Garland here on the Rise to the Top.com. And I got a treat for you. You can see me by my sly smile today. I got a treat for you. One of the nicest guys in the internet marketing and online business world, not only nicest, but genuinely cares about people, has had great success for both himself and his students. Chris Farrell is joining me today for a conversation for you guys. And here's what we're discussing. And this is a, a incredibly important topic because we discuss a few things. Number one, the chicken or egg philosophy of creating an online product. Do you create a product first or do you create a community and people that are interested in the topic and, and those types of things first or do you create the product first? We discussed that. Second of all, we discussed the importance of building that list, all right? But not just the importance of building a list, right, of people that want to hear from you and are, are subscribers and all that kind of stuff, but more importantly, the relationship with your list, the relationship with your list, because that's what it's all about. It's an incredible relationship with your list is the difference between a successful online entrepreneur and one that's really, really struggling. So without further ado, here is the conversation with Chris Farrell. He's one of the top internet marketers in the world. It's an absolute blast to have him on the show. Enjoy. All right, well, I'm joined today by the very handsome the very dapper, the one, the only, the Chris Farrell, joining us on the Rise of the Top. Hello, Chris. How are I you? am honored. You, you said exactly as I, as I asked you to say. Only joking. Exactly. David. Yeah, he pre-wrote pre yeah. that for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm delighted. I'm honored to be here. Thank you for inviting me. It's a, it's a thrill to be with you. All right. Awesome, Chris. Well, hey, it, it's fantastic. We've been waiting on this interview for a long time. I know I've been super excited about this. For people that are just kind of meeting you through the show, which I know, hard to believe, hard to believe because you're such a big name and man, right? Uh, but uh, can you give us the, the kind of brief intro as to kind of who you are and what you do? Certainly. Very long story short, um, 
I'm. Gosh, I'm, I'm, the pressure now. The, the build up. No, no, no pressure. You just have to get it perfect. No worry. Okay. Deep breath, deep breath. Okay, so um, my name is Chris Farrell. I'm an English guy. I live in America. I'm a full-time online marketer. The thing that's relatively unique about me is that, as some may know, I started online not all that long ago. I started online in 2008. I think the key thing that I really like to emphasize um, is, that, is that I knew nobody in this business, and I knew nothing about this business when I started. All I had is, I suspect, like, what many on this, uh, many watching, listening to this call have is like a burning passion to make this business work. It was tough at first. I always like to say that. It took me six months before I made anything. I almost quit twice in those first six months. After six months, I started making $250 a day. Not every day, but certainly a lot. After nine months, I had my first ever $1,000 day, which I still remember clearly. I remember showing my wife my PayPal, and we were like, gosh, this business actually works. Huh. Um, in 2010, cool. so just two years after I started, I had my first ever, and I know how incredulous this sounds, but I had my first ever $1 million day, literally made $1 million of $1 sales. million? Are you serious? I, really? I know. It's insane, isn't it? Uh, this is sales, not profit, although the profit was still very high, but $1 million worth of sales uh, in 24 hours. And as a result of that, I've... Um, the thing that I'm most proud about, to be frank, is the fact that I've been voted the number one internet marketer and internet marketing service online by an independent site called I Am Report Cards. So that's my that's my condensed. No, that's thought. it. It's, it's I, like, I like the I like the condenser. It's the cliff notes. Ah, did I did I fit it in, in thirty seconds? No, did that I? was perfect. Listen, you know, and, and I think the key here is that there's a lot of people, obviously, in the I Am space. You know, and so. what ends up happening is what I've noticed is I, since I got involved and started kind of learning about it, is certain people, no pun intended here, rise to the top and they have the best kind of reputation, they have the best, you know, results for both themselves and for students, you know, and, and people that come to mind, Chris, are you always, always at the top of that list. Ryan Lee is yeah. often at the top of that list, you know, and, and there's other people as well. I'm not knocking people that aren't on that list, but I wanted you to tell us a little background because, you know, some people are always sometimes wary of the whole teaching internet marketing world, and I wanted people to know they've got the best today for sure, right? Well, I'm honored. Thank you for including me in that, you know, that, that list. Ryan's a super guy. Uh, I think there's a common theme here. We're all less than five foot ten high. So I don't know. If right. That's your right. right. No, I fall in there too. So, so, okay, so, so I, I like to say five ten, but I think we're looking at about five nine and a half. Um, yeah, I'm with you on that. I like to round up. Um, <laughs> so we thought today, we, we were discussing this before we hopped on here, what kind of a cool topic that we could really, you know, teach people that are from your expertise and you've worked with, you know, thousands and thousands of students and also yourself as well. And, and let's talk a little bit about what people struggle with online. And a big thing is monetizing their brand and specifically also capturing leads. So l l let's just kick it off there with sort of some thoughts on that. And then we're going to try to help people out here a bit. Okay, well, you're, you're absolutely correct. Let's just back up a little bit. Making money, the actual making money online is actually the end result. And uh, the problem, for want of a better word, with this business is that most people want to try and start at the end. Clearly, you can't mm -hmm. start at the end. There's a great saying, I'm sure you've heard, the biggest killers of success are impatience and greed. It's absolutely true. Most people want to make a lot of money and want to make it right now. Well, you know, life doesn't work like that. The only place where success comes before work is in the dictionary. Now, the reason 
reason that most people struggle online is because what they're trying to do is they think wrongly and I, I understand why people think like this it's because this business is still quite new to, to most people sure and people think therefore that what was done 10 years ago is is how this business works 10 years ago you genuinely this is before I was online but studying online businesses you genuinely could put a product on a website send a bit of traffic to it and make a lot of money because it was new then right you know it's exciting and a right. lot of people did make a lot of money as I'm sure you know it was like and the they, first the first ever direct mail piece that ever went out probably made a zillion dollars, right? Absolutely. And therefore, people think that's the way to do it. Things change, as indeed they should do in life. In the internet world particularly, a year on the internet is like seven years in real life. That business model simply doesn't work. And it's interesting now, those people that were big 10 years ago, you know, their absence speaks volumes now. The ones that are kind of still around have reinvented themselves. So, like any business on or offline the real money is in the back end now what does that mean that means that the real money is once you build a list a collection a database of people that are interested in your product this is where most people go wrong most people online think as follows particularly those that are new they get excited and enthusiastic and there's nothing wrong with that and they think right what am I gonna sell online I know I've seen this thing I've created this this thing myself I'm gonna sell this online great a product is not a business. Right. So many people make this mistake. They they think they've got a product, therefore I'm in business. No, you're not. Right. There's nothing more common than brilliant products that nobody's buying. As I'm sure you've seen, you know, you and I have spoken about this before. And uh, similarly, actually, a website is not a business. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I've said this, and people look at me a bit strangely. What do you mean a website's not a business? A website's not a business. There are millions of websites that are making no money. So if a website's not a business and a product's not a business, what is a business? A business is customers. Robert Kiyosaki once said something. I read this in Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And mm -hmm. you, have you ever had this, David, when you read a book and you read something that's so poignant, you kind of have to put the book down and think about it? Yeah, I've had that before. Yeah. And actually, I've, I read that book, uh, I don't know, a long, long time ago, but I, I, I remember it. I, I probably had some moments in that book as well, but what was your moment? He said, the rich build networks, mm. everybody else looks for work. And as soon as I read that, I put it down, I even highlighted it. I thought, do you know what? That's absolutely true. The rich build networks. Think of any successful business. What do they do first? They build a collection of people that are interested in that subject matter, and then they market to them. Real smart marketers online, we mentioned a moment ago the product, real smart marketers, they don't even know what they're going to sell. Yeah. They will build a list of people interested in an area that they know is already profitable. So they've already started, they position themselves in a profitable area. They don't even know or indeed care what they're going to sell because they know they're building a list of people that are interested in a profitable subject area. Then, once they expand this list and then when they build a bit of a relationship with this list, which we'll come on to in a moment, they know because it's a profitable area in the first place, if they spend a bit of time and effort and sweat equity building a relationship with this list, come the time to recommend a product. Not all, of course, not all, not everybody will buy naturally, but some will actually buy. It's been proven time and time again, and David, you and I were talking about this before this call, it takes on average five touches, five touches, and that means five introductions of a product before somebody will even consider buying it. Five. So why what? therefore, isn't it though, why therefore as an online marketer would we try and sell something straight away when we know a fact it takes on average five touches. All you're going to be doing is causing frustration and stress for yourself because you'll be getting traffic which in itself is tough, your traffic to a sales page where it takes five touches for somebody to buy. Wouldn't it be so much easier 
to build this list of people first, capture their name and email address. Now, this, is, this has been like this since the dawn of time. Mm -hmm. Build a database, build a list of people that are interested in the subject matter, and then do what most people don't do, and that is work really hard on, here's a novel concept, David, treating those people that are on your list as real people. Sure, sure, what sure. What a novel concept. Oh, Instead never of, heard that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Instead of what most people do, they treat those that sign up as their list as cyber credit cards, if right. you like. Right, numbers, numbers, totally. and, and there's no relationship with totally. the list. How much can we sell these people? Uh, what absolutely. percentage buy? Totally. As anonymous names and addresses and email addresses. You know, these are, I don't want to sound kind of corny here, but the, these are, as indeed I am when I'm on someone else's list, these are real people with real hopes and real and real fears and real aspirations just like all of us if you can show a little heart and soul and expose that kind of sign about you as an online marketer I'll tell you what the the results are just extraordinary so building this relationship this is really a two-prong attack here you build a list first and then you build a, a relationship with this we can talk more about this in this call exactly what building that relationship means means but but doing that will set you apart from 99 percent the others that are just purely driven by the money. Of course we all want to make money. I want to make money. Of course we do. But there's ways of doing it. And starting with the dollar amount in mind is the biggest recipe for disaster. There's a great book called The Go-Giver. I'm sure you've oh, read. Oh, Bob Berg. Yeah, there you go. You probably know Bob. And, yeah, um, absolutely. Former guest of the show, of course. Oh, wow. Well, he says in there, he says that every business, at least when they were starting, okay, they may change after a while, but when they were starting, they had a greater passion for what they were giving rather than what they were getting. And if we can go into any business really ex excited about what is it that we're actually doing here? What is it that we're trying to, trying to help someone with? What value? What can we actually do? If you genuinely, and only you and your heart will know whether that really is something that excites you. People may see it, but do they really mean it? If you really are excited about what can I share? What's my business about? What am I excited to, to, to share with somebody? Doing that, then the money, as, as you and I have said, is in the back end. And then the results can be extraordinary. Sorry, David. I All right. No, I got it. That was, that was great. That was the longest answer in America, and I, and I, and I loved every single moment of it. So I'm not even going to correct anything that was said. I want to summarize a couple of things I felt were, were very, very interesting there. Now, now, number one is that you, know, it's, you were saying it's really not too much of a chicken or egg debate because a lot of people have the chicken or egg debate, which is, let's just say online especially, which is – you know, you could call it whatever you want to call it, a list, a community, a, you know, permission-based asset, a, a niche that you're really dominating, a topic that you're dominating versus starting with a product, right? You know, like, for example, like myself, I, I accidentally did this correctly because uh, I totally by accident, meaning when I started the Rise to the Top, I didn't have a product. You know, the product okay. was a show. You know, we had sponsors Perfect. and things like that, but I wasn't starting with, you know, some kind of, I don't know, seven-step system or something like that and trying to sell that first, yep. there was actually nothing to sell for a long time. So similar to uh, kind of what Gary Vaynerchuk talks, talks about and all those kinds of different things that you mentioned. So let's talk about sort of those two areas that, that I think we're going to focus on um, for, for basically the duration of this conversation. Number one is building that list, you know what I mean? And we're talking about a list of of, of you know, people that on your topic, all that kind of stuff. And number two, and I think possibly even more importantly, is how to keep that relationship with your list 
a human one, a non-salesy, sketchy one, whatever it want to be, um, where people genuinely like being on there. They have content, but then also, yes, they do want to buy at a certain point. So maybe we could start on the uh, on on kind of the the capturing side. Well, lead generation. Every business has to have a lead generation, a lead acquiring element to it. You simply do. Even if you are selling something at the moment and you might say, well, I'm, I'm making great sales. People come into my site and I'm making great sales. What happens if, and things will change, any constants in life, death taxes and change, things will change. What happens if there's a change in your industry, even a government deregulation, something happens where whatever you're selling, there's... I can't think of a good example here. Let's think of, I don't know, let's think of hosting, let's say. Imagine you have a site and you sell hosting and people come to your site and they're, they're in a buyer mindset and they buy hosting and that's great. And you're thinking, I'm making a lot of good money from hosting. Perfect. What happens if there's a change? I can see a time, I'm just thinking about this, you know, as, as we talk here. I can see a time where, let's say, Facebook, Google announced free hosting. Imagine that was a big announcement, or Amazon, let's say. Imagine that, and you're the hosting company. Suddenly, boom, overnight, your business is obsolete because it's free hosting. So you're in trouble. However, if you had been building a list as well, you could quickly diversify into related areas. So you need to have a lead generation aspect to your business. Mm -hmm. Most people don't. Most people are trying to make sales straight away. Um, so the most important thing is capturing capturing people's names and email addresses mm -hmm. uh, that, that come to your site. It's, it really is as simple as, as building that list first. Yeah, and you know, I see, I've, saw, I've seen a trend lately, and I'm thinking of some of the sites that I, I, I can specifically mention this. Sites that actually went through a redesign this year, so 2012 or maybe end of 2011. Um, and some that I'm thinking of, uh, chrisbrogan.com, uh, marieforleo.com, and socialtriggers.com, which is Derek Halpern. All three former guests of the show, all three buddies of mine. And what I found interesting about their sites, Chris, and this backs up exactly what you just said, the entire focus of the capturing on those sites is email. At the top, there's a huge thing now, you know, for, for to, to enter your email. This was not in the past designs. Like in the past designs, it was more connect with us on all these different social networks, you know, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and stuff like that. And now I'm noticing a trend kind of back towards email, like going back wow. old school style where it's like, you know yeah. what, those other – People that are on there, that's great. That's great for engagement. That's great for all kinds of different reasons. But you know what? We want the most intimate relationship still seems to be email here in 2012. It's interesting you say that because, of course, Facebook is huge for engagement is the perfect right. word. And that is the perfect definition. But you can't actually communicate with your prospects, those that have actually signed up to your list. You can't actually communicate with them directly through Facebook. So it's an extra nice tool to have in your arsenal. And social media done well is, at the moment, it's generating me about 16,000 visitors a month, all for free. So it's a great yeah, tool. But I, I just use that to funnel people into exactly as you're saying, into my lead capturing device to actually get them onto a good old-fashioned autoresponder mm -hmm. and then work hard at what do we actually do? Because it's all very well for, you know, chaps like you and I to say build a relationship and this is what drove me crazy when I started in this business people would say things like build a relationship with your list yeah, as what if the heck it was does that like, mean? What exactly does that mean? exactly what does that mean? tell me yeah. what it means don't just build a relationship with me you know that alone is like a two-week conversation we right because have. there's lots of people out there Chris and this is what I want to spend the time on here today because the, you know there's a lot of people out there we could talk about a million different ways, tricks, strategies, ethical, fantastic, great ways to get people to enter their email and name onto your list, and yay, we can ride off into the sunset. But we're not going to ride off into the sunset. We're going to talk about that, that exact thing that you just mentioned, the relationship, because how – tell us some of the steps or some of the keys 
to maintaining that or building and maintaining that relationship with people over time so people aren't unsubscribing people aren't thinking you're just trying to sell them crap over and over again like how do you go about this Okay, I'll tell you two things straight away that have worked hugely for me. And firstly, and it takes a bit of bravery at first, it's expose a little bit about yourself. Well, actually, let me back up a little bit. You need to get good at video. You just do. We're in a video world. You need to get comfortable at making videos. If you're thinking, oh, gosh, you know, that means having to learn to make videos. Yes, it does. I learned something that changed my life from Brian Tracy. He once said, all skills are learnable. As soon as he said that, I thought, do you know what? He's right. All it is is learning video, how to make video is just something if you focus, you can learn in two or three weeks online. There's Absolutely. Tutorials. I totally agree. Totally yeah, agree. It's, it's not difficult. Mm-hmm. It starts up here. So you need to get good at making video. If, you, if you're thinking, well, I don't want to, well, then maybe this business isn't for you. You just need to. In these socially engaged times, you just need to have a video. Nothing present. more humanizing than authentic, than authentic video. We're not talking about you don't have to fly in Steven Spielberg. No. Do you know what I mean? You don't need to fly him in. I know he's your close personal friend. No, I, just, I made that up. <laughs> um, but, but I'm saying, you know, yeah, so, so authentic video. And also on that slightly related note, you know, everybody thinks, oh, I don't like how I look on video. I don't like my nose. You know, we all think that. I think that. You know, we all think that. The great thing about an online business, particularly these days, is we can market alongside and compete with the apples of the world, the oh, Microsofts. Sure. I know that sounds crazy. We're never going to have their deep pockets. Well, David probably has. But what we can do don't even have is, any pockets. Yeah. is we can, uh, we can, com- we can com- compete on that, on that human level. We can have a website and have a video where we can say, Hi, my name is David. Welcome to my site. I uh, just want to invite you to join up and sign up and la-di-da-di-da. So instantly, we have this emotional connection that big corporate conglomerations can't have. So if you're, if you're worried about video, you know, we need to get over it. People connect with people. People buy into people these days. I often have people say to me, well, what could I... I remember a girl said to me, I'm, my, I'm, my name's Julie, I'm married. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm, my name's Julie, I'm divorced, I've got three kids. What could people possibly... Ha- why would people possibly have any interest in me? The very fact that you are Julie, that you are divorced, that you've got three kids, suddenly makes you relatable to how many countless millions of sure. people? Sure. I've, I've got four dogs. I often mention my dogs. Half the emails I get, okay, not half, but certainly a lot of the emails. Or about the I get, dogs. Oh, do you know what they are? Yeah. They're like, how's Mr. Stevens? Yeah. <laughs> so, my, my point being, this human relationship is huge. This has never happened in business before. So, if you embrace that, if you don't get scared, you think, oh, I can't do it, if you uh, allow yourself to expose a little bit of vulnerability about yourself, look, David's a perfect example. We, I knew you before we spoke because David's so good at kind of making videos and getting his face out there. That alone is going to set you above most people. And we, the reason I'm saying all this is your question was, how do we build this relationship? We build this relationship. Just like going to a, a drinks party, it's by listening, it's communicating, it's by talking, it's having engaging conversation. And on video, you can do this very quickly. You can have a 30-second video introducing yourself, saying where you're from, welcoming people to your site, saying that you know that they're busy, you, you have a free gift that you'd love them to sign up for, and boom, you've got this connection straight away. Okay, got it. Once they sign up, excuse me, I'll have a swig of my water here. Oh, excuse swig me. away. I got water, mm-hmm. coffee, I got all kinds of drinks over here. Beautiful. Yeah. Once, they, once someone signs up to your list, that's where the kind of the relationship process really starts. Right. Most people will try and sell straight away. I'm sure you're on many people's lists, David, where you know, you know for a fact when you get an email from them, it's going to be selling you something. Yep. Isn't that, I think that's awful. And then I unsubscribe, <laughs> and it's fun but, times for everybody. Yeah. yeah. But you, you know without even opening the email. Right. It's like, yeah, I mean, there's certain people that come across your inbox where you're like, this is going to be something valuable and interesting. There's yep. certain people that come across your inboxes. You're like, this is 100 percent 
going to be a sales offer or something weird. Yeah. And you never get a second chance to make that first impression. So if you've gone to the effort of getting somebody to sign up to your list, wouldn't it be wonderful to get that reputation of being somebody that actually really is genuinely delivering something of value for your recipients in subsequent and future emails? They're actually looking forward to them. Maybe looking forward to taking a little bit far, but certainly they're not thinking, oh, here comes a sales email. So we need to create that, imp uh, that first impression straight away. So how do we do that? We do that just like in life, just like creating a relationship with a, with a, a friend in real life by communicating, by offering something of value. One thing that I've done, which has served me no end, is to create an online newsletter. Now, all this means, I know this sounds a bit of work, but all this means is if you can create a website, you just create a separate page at that website. So it's yourwebsite.com slash week one, let's okay. say. Okay. Week two, three, week four. Create 10 different pages. Call them week one, week two, week three, week four, and put on those pages some content that is congruent and relevant to your niche. Could be another video that you've made, could be an interview that you've done with somebody, could be an article that you've written. Now, maybe listening, thinking, gosh, that sounds a bit of work. Yes, it is a little bit of work, but you could easily create 10 newsletters in, what do you reckon, David, two weeks? Oh, yeah. I mean, three it, weeks? 10 days. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, days. you could crank this out. I mean, uh, yeah. our, listen, Rise Nation is smart people here that, that watch and listen to the Rise at the Top. They can crank this out. They're going to crank the mofo out. It's not a lot of work. So once you've created these web pages and you only need to do this work once then you've got this wonderful feeling that hardly anybody does you can populate your email messages with this newsletter or weekly tips or your 10 steps to or whatever you want to call it you've got this fabulous feeling this is what I love about having a web business that every time every time that somebody now signs up to your list they are automatically going to get funneled through these messages where you're not selling where you're nurturing this relationship where you're adding engaging content to, to build up this relationship with your prospect. Now you, you can of course pepper those with sales messages every now and again if you want, but the great is you're doing what most people are not doing and as, as you mentioned Gary Vaynerchuk earlier, one of my favorite uh, marketers, he talks about the web these days being the humanization. Yep. Look at Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook, look at how now when we go to Google just to conduct a search, the organic search results that used to be uniformed around the world, they're now different for individual searches depending on what our friends have ranked before. Everything's changing. It's all to do, we're all wired together these days. It's all to do with sharing and commenting and, and friends. So this humanization, expose a little bit of heart, a little bit of soul, put in a little bit of work, create these, these newsletters. It's amazing. If you are good to your list, you will find when the time comes for you to promote a product to them, your list will be good to you back. Most people don't do this because most people are just wanting to make that sale straight away and they might send two or three sales messages, hardly get anybody buying and they then may quit and even worse, they may say, oh, the web's a con and a scam and you can't make any money. Right. It's not, not a con, it's not a scam. I, I've met some of the, like yourself, some of the nicest, generous, rounded, spiritual people in this business, and we are only on the starting blocks. It's only just beginning. Yeah, no, it's uh, great. So many great points there. It's not even funny. I mean, yeah, I, I say this all the time, right? It's it's about a long term relationship, not a one night stand, right? That's what this is. This is what it's all about. I mean, you're not trying to close the deal and like you know right away. Now, here's a question, kind of applying this to a, a large subset of our community, has um, an active blog or or a show or a podcast or a web show, something like that. There's a, there's a, there's a fair amount of the rise to the top community that had, that is what I would call mediapreneurs. Okay. 
And there's okay. a couple now, – now, here's an interesting thing that I've been kind of thinking about, and I want to get your opinion on this because I know people have the same question, um, same question for sure. And so they're like, okay, well, I have my show and blog, and I post my new blog up or my new show up, and then I send it out to all my social networks, and I send it out you know, to who's, on, who's ever on my list and all that kind of stuff. And, and they're like, well, you know, I don't know. How can I offer more value to maybe people that do email subscriptions or something like that? You know what I mean? To encourage people to be on that list as opposed to other sites. Like meaning, can they offer premium content? Can there be, you know, why should I sign up for a newsletter as opposed to just following you on Twitter if, if a big focus is like a blog or a show? Should I offer premium content? What else could I do to incentivize people to go, hey, I want you on the email, the VIP email list, not just through these other, other mediums? Do you know, the answer to that is what I do, and it works so well, is I, I like to think that I provide great content for free that's publicly available. But I am not, I'm not shameless about saying all in, in the navigational panels and at the bottom of these blog posts, I will literally say, hey, if you enjoyed this, I'd love to send you tons more for free. Uh, sign up for this list. And I am very vociferous about giving people exact step-by-step -step actions of, of what they have to do next. I found that... Um, Everybody's busy, aren't they? Every, when you go to a website, nobody really has got that much time. We scan. We need to, therefore, tell people that turn up on our site exactly what steps uh, they need to take. There's no sales assistance to show anybody around. So um, what I do is I simply will say to readers of my blog, um, here, give a big arrow pointing to the opt-in form. And um, another great tip is add Facebook comments to the bottom of everything you do. That for me, has gone crazily viral. So we've got Facebook comments, and I'm sure most people know how this works. Somebody will write a comment below your article. That comment will appear below the article itself, giving good social proof to new readers that come to your blog article. But at the same time, that comment will appear on either their personal profile at Facebook, if they post it as their personal profile, or their fan page, and it will therefore turn up in the news feed of their friends or indeed their fan as well. Uh, so what you could do is... Also, now I'm, I'm, the reason I'm hesitating here is I'm always hesitant to give two call to actions on, on anything. Mm -hmm. So if you can have somebody sign up to your list and post a comment, it, it Understood. possibly, Understood. although it's not confusing, it could get too confusing. So you might want to experiment, and I do this quite often. Sometimes I won't have an opt-in form. I will simply say, please post a comment below, uh, type your comment, you will stay on this page, and that's it. That alone has created so much virability for my posts. So I, I actually find that Facebook comments are so much better than normal WordPress blog comments as well, mainly because of this viral nature. So I wanted to get more engagement and more eyeballs to your article, I would suggest adding Facebook comments and just testing that and see how that, um, see the result that ensues as a result of doing that. Very cool. And then a uh, final kind of question on, on, on sort of the list relationship thing. And, and, and we talked about this um, earlier is that you mentioned sort of um, that, you know, the certain people that you, you're going to open, you see their email address come across and you're like, oh, this is going to be great. And certain people, not so much, right? Um, does frequency have anything to do with that whatsoever? Because I've heard people that say, you know, um, I always mail my list once a week. I, I hear people say always once a month. I hear people, and we don't like to r go in absolutes. Actually, I had a guy on a couple weeks ago, Elliot, who was saying he mailed his list one time every day for like two months or something like that. I don't know what he was doing, but who knows? Is there any kind of rule of thumb there? Does it depend? Is there any kind of advice that, that is general enough that we can apply there so that we're not just feeling like we're flooding people and, and, and bothering them, but we're also staying relevant and offering something cool? 
Well, again, we mentioned this earlier, everybody is busy. So it's very important, there's two things. It's very important that straight away uh, the, the initial emails that we send are really value-driven. I wouldn't even try and sell at all. I'll keep them short and succinct. And what I do, and I have tested this relentlessly and religiously, and I've now settled on, on this, this, um, this result, is I mail five times in the first week. Now, I know that may sound quite a lot, so that's almost once a day. Uh, but that's really just to affirm this relationship straight away. And the first email is pretty much a thank you for signing up. Yep. The second one is a pretty much, hey, listen, I know you signed up. You haven't yet happened to read this or see this. Here it is again. So it's really just repetition. It's just kind of trying to stay on, on front of the radar. After the five times a week, I just cut it back to once a week, and it's this newsletter that I was telling you about. By then, we sort of settled into a little bit of a pattern. I found that once a week as well, uh, people will get used to the fact that if they sign up on a Thursday, they won't think of it as, as consciously as this, but they get used to sort of that time of the week, oh, a new copy of my newsletter will turn up in their email inbox, rather than it being a little bit sporadic. So for me, and as I say, I have, I have experimented with mailing every day, which didn't work that well. I've also experimented with mailing like once every three months or so, which worked even worse, because when yeah. I did mail, not I, get, shock, I got... Not shocking, not shocking. <laughs> exactly, it's amazing. Um, so I would say five times a week, when you, uh, sorry, let me clarify this. Five times the first week, and then I cut it down to once a week. Now, these are just follow-up messages. Uh, if you want to send uh, one-off broadcast messages for a special promotion or a webinar or a right, live event, you'll do that. That's on yeah, top exactly, of that. Yeah, exactly. That's on right. top of that. Okay. So, uh, yeah, no, that so makes that, a lot of sense. I mean, someone that I think does a great job with this, and, and again, I think the consistency is so important that you just mentioned. Because, you know, besides, of course, special bonuses, all those yeah. kind of, you know, promotions that's great but you know um someone that does this very very well that i mentioned earlier marie forleo she yep. does marie tv it's on tuesdays or so um and it's like a five minute little mini show that she does answering a business question okay and and it's a big lead capture you know where they want you to say i'm on her list i'm always on marie's list i know every tuesday i'm gonna get a little email from her saying you know here we go. go. New episode yeah. of Marie TV. You know, we're covering this. Here's the thing. You go to the site and check it out. And then you know what? When she sends out special promotions for B School or other things that she's doing, that she, her other products, you know, I, I'm already, I'm already in a pattern with her. Yes. And so yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I feel comfortable to open that. I know it's going to be a sales message. That's totally cool because we have a relationship like that. We 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 cool like that. You know what I'm saying? We cool <laughs> like that. There's a great saying by Jim Rohn. He says. Um, it's simple, but it's not easy. And I think that's a great example of this business. You know, it, it's simple. The concepts uh, yeah. are simple, but it's not easy, meaning, well, it depends, depends how you define easy, meaning it does take a little bit of work. Sure, and, that, and that's good, and that's a good thing. I mean, totally. honestly, that's a good thing. And also, yeah, and I think that there's too much clutter sometimes around the simplicity of it, and then people just kind of, you know, it, I, I, that's why I appreciate guys like you, Chris, and people like Ryan and others, some of the top people, because you can take concepts that people just get so confused, you know what I mean, and say, listen, this is what it is. <laughs> Well, th do you know, That's it's funny it. you say that, you know Jake. The only reason I think is because I, I hand on my heart, I'm not just saying this to empathize to, to those that may be watching. I struggled so much when I started with understanding supposedly the basics. I even hired a guy to come to my house here in LA. I clearly remember it. I remember paying him $100 an hour to come here. And I remember on the phone saying, look, I really know nothing. Please, you know, I want this to, to start really simple. And he goes, yeah, yeah, sure, I get it. Turns up, first thing he did, first thing was he opened up an FTP client. And he said, right, now we're going we're gonna to upload to your public underscore HTML directory. And I was like, what? What? Yeah. Who are you talking? So I completely understand. Even now when I learn new stuff, you know, I am not, I always have legal pads here and writing stuff down. I am not, I'm not just saying this again. I really do need to work 
three or four times at something and write it down, there you go, until I really understand it and I need to do it a few times. But we mentioned impatience earlier. I think the reason a lot of people struggle is because if they don't get it first time, they think, oh, I'm going to give up. A lot of people think they've got a computer, therefore they can make money. You know, there's no, there's no correlation between the two at sure. all. It's just like any sure. business. It takes a little bit of work at first. Right. Yeah. No, anyway. great stuff, Chris. Great stuff. So I want to wrap up here. Uh, the content okay. has been stupendous. I know we could go on for hours. We'll have to have you back at some point as well. I'll be honored, um, David. So let's tell, let's tell people where they can go because we, we're, we're also going to practice what we preach, like we said here. And what, where can people <laughs> check out uh, more info about you? Where, where do we want to send them? Um, you've been super generous with your time today, so we want to make sure we, uh, we shamelessly wow. plug, plug the crap out of you here, Chris. So. <laughs> well, I appreciate that very much. Much. Um, yeah, we do, we do teach exactly, uh, we do act exactly as we, we teach. Uh, if you want to go to Chris Farrell, my name.com, Farrell is spelled F as in Frank, A R R E L L, ChrisFarrell.com. It's just exactly as Dave and I are talking about. It's a one page website. It's asking for name and email address, and then you will see exactly what we're saying. When you sign up, you go through this process. You know, mm -hmm. system, systems work, it's people that fail, and the system does work. So uh, feel free. I mean, I'd be honored for those to sign up just to see exactly as what we've been talking about for the last half hour is actually what we're doing. So that's the best awesome. place. Awesome. So, okay, so we'll link that up in the show notes. So that's on the okay. risetop.com in the show notes right below the video. Uh, people can go to chrisferrell.com, sign that up. Chris, this has been a pleasure, my man. Thank you so much for coming on, sharing those wonderful insights. And, you know, just because you have an accent, I already feel smarter today <laughs> just by listening to you. So, fantastic. <laughs> David, I've heard great things about you, and I'm delighted that we've actually got to, to speak uh, properly like this. If I can help you or anyone, please just hit me up at that site we just mentioned, and it would be my pleasure. All right. Well, thank you, Chris. This was Chris Farrell on The Rise to the Top. All that stuff is linked up below. I'm David Seitman-Garland. I will see you next time. And remember, if you want some fluff, you know what to do. Go pet a bunny. All right, one more quick reminder on a few different things. If you want to enter your email and get the free video series for Create Awesome Interviews, it's createawesomeinterviews.com. And our sponsor, of course, is Go to My PC by Citrix Online. Go to go2mypc.com. Click the Try It Free button. Enter the promo code RISE for a 45-day free trial. And if you want to check out Jet Set Body, there's a program for men, women, and couples. It's jetsetbodyrise.com.